Reporting from Cisco Security Intelligence Operations, this is the Cyber Risk Report. The Cyber Risk Report is a strategic intelligence product created by Cisco analysts that highlights current security issues in mid- to long-range perspectives. The report addresses seven major risk management categories, including vulnerability, physical, legal, trust, identity, human, and geopolitical. This report covers the time period of March 11th through March 17th, 2013. Vulnerability activity for the period was significantly increased due to multiple updates from major vendors. Microsoft, Adobe, Red Hat, Apple, and MontaVista released multiple security advisories and software updates. Microsoft published the monthly security bulletin release on March 12, 2013. Microsoft released seven bulletins that addressed 20 vulnerabilities. The bulletins address vulnerabilities in Microsoft Windows, Internet Explorer, Office, and Microsoft Silverlight. The vulnerabilities allow an attacker to execute arbitrary code, access sensitive information, or cause a denial of service condition, or gain elevated privileges. Full details of the vulnerabilities, Cisco IPS signatures, and recommended mitigations are available in the Cisco Event Response on the Cisco Security Intelligence Operations web portal. Adobe released Adobe Flash Player and Air Security updates on March 12, 2013, correcting four vulnerabilities. This is in addition to the Cold Fusion Security Advisory for January 2013, which corrected four vulnerabilities. Apple released the Mac OS X Security Update for March 2013. The OS X Mountain Lion update corrects 21 vulnerabilities, including a security update to not allow the CA certificates mistakenly issued by TurkTrust, and a malware uh, removal tool update. Also included in the Mac security update for March 2013 are updates for Mac OS X 10.6.8, uh, 10.6.8 server, 10.7, 10.7.5 server, and Mac OS X 10.8.3 combo update. And also this week, Cisco released four security notices available on the Cisco Security Intelligence Operations web portal. Landscope StealthWatch released additional technical indicators research on the APT-1 attacks. The StealthWatch blog post includes uh, details on APT-1 domain names, MD5 signatures, IP addresses, and geolocation information. Anonymous and affiliated groups announced plans for attacks against Israeli targets on April 7, 2013 as Pound Op Israel. The Al-Qaeda Electronic Army and the Tunisian Cyber Army released announcements and conducted what were reported as preliminary attacks for Pound Op Black Summer. These groups announced they'll attack the U.S. in an electronic jihad from May 31st to September 11, 2013, targeting government and critical infrastructure systems. IntelliShield published 199 events last week, 92 new events, and 107 updated events. These alerts are available via the IntelliShield Alert Manager service. Visit www.cisco.com slash go slash IntelliShield for more information. Moving on to the identity risk management category. The personal information of several celebrities, including Michelle Obama, Joe Biden, Hillary Clinton, FBI Director Robert Mueller, uh, Beyonce, Mel Gibson, Paris Hilton, and Los Angeles Police Chief Charlie Beck was posted on a website with a Russian address. While much of the information may have come from public websites, or was at least publicly available, other personal information such as social security numbers and credit histories do appear to have come from compromised sources. 
Equifax has confirmed that some of the individual's credit files have been compromised. The U.S. Secret Service and FBI are investigating the posting. As millions could personally attest, the widespread media coverage of these compromises serves as a reminder of the current identity threats. Uh, Criminals are proficient at mining data from web sources that are likely to include information that many would assume is not available. Similarly, as likely with websites with annualcreditreport.com, criminals may be able to collect sufficient public information to answer the security questions required to gain access to non-public files. In protecting this information, it's not enough for individuals to be aware of the threats, but be actively engaged in protecting their information. Vigilance in sharing or posting personal information, uh, reviewing the privacy statements of websites that collect your personal information, managing your sensitive accounts, passwords, and secret questions, and monitoring your accounts for any suspicious activity needs to be a part of every individual's online activity. When a compromise occurs, uh, individuals should know how to respond to limit the damage. While commercial services to protect your identity are available, there are multiple public sources for education and information, such as the Federal Trade Commission Consumer Information website. Moving on to the mobile risk management category. On March 7th, the Federal Trade Commission filed eight separate complaints in four U.S. states against 29 defendants allegedly involved in facilitating free giveaway scams via text messages. According to the FTC, uh, the defendants were responsible for more than 180 million SMS spam texts used to drive traffic to fraudulent websites. The FTC complaints uh, were leveraged of both the SMS spammers and the websites funding the scams. On the opposite side of the SMN spectrum, over the weekend of March 2nd, residents in St. Louis, Missouri were greeted with an unexpected SMS, uh, SMS text message concerning an Amber Alert for a missing young girl. The unexpected messages apparently confused a number of recipients who were unaware of the service and unsure of the validity of the message. While SMS uh, text spam may be trivial at first glance, it can have significant adverse consequences. With the free giveaway scams, uh, potential victims were lured via text messages promising free gift cards and other expensive giveaways. Uh, Qualifying for the promised free offer required completing potentially sensitive surveys and meeting the requirements of convoluted terms of service designed to ensure, ensure that few, if any, could qualify. These terms typically involved purchasing items well above their standard value, uh, guaranteeing that even if a victim did manage to qualify for the free giveaway, the scammers would still profit. There were other hidden costs as well. Uh, According to the FTC, an estimated 12% of recipients did not subscribe to a text messaging plan, uh, which could have resulted in approximately $4.3 U.S. million in total victim costs, simply by having received the text. Unfortunately, while the FTC battles the problem of free giveaway scams, uh, other developments in SMS text messaging could be laying the groundwork for future text messaging scams. A new partnership between FEMA, the FTC, and uh, wireless providers sends unsolicited wireless emergency alerts to cell phone subscribers free of charge. These alerts may take one of three forms, uh, presidential alerts, imminent threat alerts, and amber alerts. While the wireless emergency alerts are notably good in their intent, it's not unlikely that scammers will send SMS uh, text messages masquerading as one of these official alerts in order to entice victims into uh, uh, visiting fraudulent websites or dialing premium rate numbers or otherwise engage in harmful or risky activities. 
and next in the attacks and compromises risk management category. The National Institute of Standards and Technology National Vulnerability Database were reported to have been compromised in serving malicious code. Multiple other websites, including the National Journal, multiple NBC domains, and the LA Times have also been recently identified as serving malicious code from their websites. The National Journal representatives reported that an estimated 40,000 visitors may have been impacted and were only prompted to download the malicious software if they went to the web website through a search engine. This is the second time in the last 30 days that the National Journal has been impacted by these attacks. The visitors to these sites were commonly redirected by a script on the websites to a malicious website serving multiple exploits, including the Fiesta and Zero Access exploit kits. For those not yet familiar with drive-by or watering hole attacks, these attacks are not new, um, but have become more prevalent as attackers attempt to gain access to a secured environment. As Cisco reported in the 2013 Annual Security Report, the criminals are shifting away from websites widely known to be hazardous and instead choosing to infect popular and trusted websites frequented by specific groups. The websites uh, may be compromised through a variety of vulnerabilities that allow the attacker to embed malicious code into the web pages in order to redirect or infect a visitor. The infections often occur automatically by accessing the web page, often with no indicators or requiring any specific actions by the visitor. The compromised user, now infected, uh, provides that initial entry point for the attackers. These attacks can be prevented through website security, uh, enterprise web security products, updated browsers and applications, and monitoring network activity for suspicious activity indicating an affected system, and security uh, information sharing to alert website owners that they've been compromised. And finally, in the geopolitical risk management category. In his annual prepared testimony to Congress last week, Director of National Intelligence James Clapper uh, called out this threat of a cyber attack on U.S. critical infrastructure as the U.S. intelligence community's most concerning threat scenario. According to press reports, this was the first time cyber got top billing in this annual assessment, and the first time since 9-11 that terrorism did not rank first. He termed the likelihood of a catastrophic infrastructure outage as remote, but said that the likelihood of less severe but still damaging cyber attacks was growing. In the testimony, Clapper noted that sequestration would require automatic spending cuts across the intelligence community, including within cybersecurity programs, and that this would weaken our ability to respond. Promotion of cyber to the top of the U.S. national security threat roster comes amid a heated global discussion related to suspected state-led cyber attacks and a call for rules of engagement. However, Clapper's testimony is a reminder that the cyber threat is not a classic state-to-state -state issue, but rather part of an emerging global threat that is asymmetric, pluralistic, and largely stateless. The Internet-powered interplay between states, crime groups, terrorists, and empowered activists outstrips the arsenal of any one nation's military. It lacks the mutually assured destruction constraints that kept Cold War superpowers from pushing the proverbial red button. While the terrorist threat of the 2000s lacked traditional sovereign constraints, it was hard to imagine realistic scenarios that could disrupt the global economy more than a few days at a time. The emergence of national economies dependent on a largely open internet creates a whole new troubling menu of critical vulnerabilities that are keeping national security officials worldwide awake at night. 
This concludes the Cyber Risk Report for this week. To read the full report, visit www.cisco.com go SIO and select the Cyber Risk Reports link. Tune in for next week's report from Cisco Security Intelligence Operations. Thanks for listening and stay safe.